Welcome to the Road to Reinvention podcast. I'm your host, Sherelle Dorsey, tech founder, author, speaker, and networking connoisseur. After several successful businesses and what many would consider a life well-lived, I found myself struggling after earning all of my gold stars to answer the simple question of what's next. Once you've done everything you said you would do and then some, do you create just another goal? Do you hang it up? Do you pivot and show up in a new space? Do you do something you're passionate about and damn proud of? Or do you once and for all decide to put that kind of energy into your personal life and put the work aside? I don't know yet, but I have tons of friends and colleagues and people I admire that have tracked this same journey who will be joining us this season to bear it all. How they answer the question that left them puzzled after earning the highest of highs. Join me in tuning in to hear from those who learn to navigate their own road to reinvention. Welcome back to Road to Reinvention. Today, I wanna talk about what it means to slow down in order to speed up. Some of my greatest breakthroughs have really come through stillness and from not making a decision, from getting into the quiet, turning off social media, and not being drawn into folks posting their cars or their bags or their trips or their houses and feeling that need to constantly compete or achieve or climb to this aspiration of deep consumerism without thought. And some of those breakthroughs also mean honestly assessing, why am I here and why am I in this room? If you don't know what value you're adding into the room that you're standing in, if you don't know the cause or the action or what holds your attention in those spaces, then why in the whole entire hell are you there? And I have to question and ask myself that pretty frequently. I know that a lot of times we can be moving without thinking and really letting internet people define our core values and principles. And maybe there's lots of content and content creators that don't necessarily mean us harm. Maybe they're trying to enlighten us to what is possible. And you know what, truly like bless them for exposing us to some of these points of elevation and to some worlds and lifestyles that for many of us, depending on what neighborhood we came from, what country we came from, what we were exposed to, we would have never seen before. But it's always important to remember that they don't determine our lived experiences. They don't determine our purpose here on this planet. So where do we start to draw this line? Do we necessarily need to be at every conference? Do we need to join every single mastermind because it's offered to us? Do we need to attend every party or say yes and close every single deal? Or do all the things just to say that we did all the things only to end up slightly lost, slightly confused, with no guide map on exactly how we got here, and then eventually create an entire podcast series on how to slow down and speed up. And, you know, quite honestly, like I am an impatient person. I spent so much of my formative years in New York City, went there for college. Every single message was about grinding, you know, working while folks were sleeping, you know, being the first to arrive, the last to leave. And that kind of grind culture was definitely drilled into us because it came from a place of scarcity and competition, that someone will come for your job. And if you're not up grinding, you're not getting the difficult done in a day and impossible in a week, you're gonna be lucky if you can go just sit with your mediocre friends in your cul-de-sac 
in the suburbs and be basic. But my goodness, I'm so glad that culture is starting to shift and the binary of either grind or fail is starting to be changed. It's starting to be questioned and attacked and altered because now it's about how do I actually work smart? How do I actually accomplish what I want to accomplish, stay ambitious, but not in the process, sacrifice so much of myself in order to do so. So I'm one of those people that didn't grow up in the church, but I kind of grew up in the church. And I always love this language of when it's your season, it's your season. It's your season to sow, it's your season, your season to reap, it's your, your season to harvest. And I don't think I really understood what that really meant until now. And maybe this might be your season of singleness. Maybe it's your season of redeveloping and refining and working on all of those dreams and goals and refining your strategy towards them. Or maybe it's that season where you need to stay put in your job before moving because you still have a little bit to learn. I'm definitely a feet first kind of person, ask questions later, give me 5% of the information and I'm ready to run. And my friends and family really know that when I say I'm going to do something on a Monday, by Friday, my bags are packed, my deposit is down on my apartment, and I have already switched my internet to my new place. But I will say that slowing down gives us the bandwidth and gives us the capacity to think about what we're thinking about and why we're thinking it and where the thinking might have come from and allow us to get into a state of not necessarily paralysis, but mindfulness about the moves we're about to make. This is really indicative of some of the mistakes that I've made. There's so many times where if I would have slowed down and been mindful, I could have avoided a lot of mistakes. There were times where I hired folks that in my gut I knew were not gonna be a good fit. And I spent lots of time and lots of money trying to make things work that never were gonna work out. And it didn't mean it was a bad situation or that it was bad people or what have you. It just wasn't the decision I should have made for that time. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars building the right things in the wrong way. And as much as it is sometimes hard to say, some of those experimentations have led to some of my greatest discoveries, but I had to sit and take the time to really reflect. I've really had to think about what does it mean to measure twice and cut once? How do we pre-plan and design our strategies before jumping all in? Sometimes you've gotta have both. You gotta have the gusto, you gotta have the moxie. You've gotta have the bias towards action and execution. And then you need that other part of your brain that says, hey, have we checked in? Does this feel aligned? Have I actually thought through what this means for my emotional, physical, financial space? And how do I make a move that is completely authentic to me? Sometimes you gotta slow down and consult counsel especially the more that you elevate. There are so many people around you that have been there, that have done that, that will step in and say, oh, no, 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 you are tripping. That's not gonna be a good move. Or, hey, I know you're scared, but you can do this. Sometimes it's consulting your advisory team. Sometimes that's personal, that's professional. Sometimes it's your parents, your grandparents. Sometimes it's your partner, it's the elders. And sometimes it's just being still enough to listen into your own heart. It makes me think greatly that the new wave of leadership is about empathy. It's about stepping into our humanness in order to lead in a way that is authentic. It honors the work. It honors the people around us. 
but it doesn't just create this sense of winning at all costs. The quiet, I will tell you, my friends, is where the real work gets done. Sometimes it's by the hum of the water in the shower, where you do your best thinking, where you realize you can restructure a deal to work better in the favor of yourself and your client long-term. Maybe it's in the long and silent walk you take in the afternoon that helps to reduce your anxiety so you can really think through all of the decisions you have to make for the day, or even feel comfortable saying no to an opportunity you thought was going to be incredible, but you realize you do not have the capacity to execute in excellence. Maybe it's saying, I'm not going to hop on that fifth flight this month and go to that meeting because I need to stay home and spend time with my kids or my significant other so that they also feel valued and they also feel loved and that you're investing into that emotional bank because those are the things that are going to outlast anything that you accomplish. And maybe it's about doing things in confidence, slowing down and knowing that your work is just one aspect of who you are. I don't know where you need to slow down. I don't know where that reflection comes for you, but I wanna hear more about it. I wanna connect with you. I wanna hear your story. I wanna hear what you're shifting in this year. So be sure to hit me on Instagram. I'm at Sherelle underscore Dorsey. Or be sure to sign up for my newsletter, Fluency, at ShereleDorsey.com. I'm writing about business, life, all things making decisions, and taking the time to be mindful about how we're moving. Thanks for joining me for another episode, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Road to Reinvention. If you find yourself moved or feeling free after tuning in, make sure to leave a review on your favorite listening platform and share this with someone you know who may be navigating a similar journey. You do not have to do this alone. To hang out with me more, head over to join our Fluency newsletter at ShereleDorsey.com. Until next episode, may you embrace your need to recreate, revitalize, and reinvent yourself over and over.